0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of uh, of Get the Flick out of here. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Pulowski, and my also the host as well is Kate Elizabeth. I'm not
1: offended by you calling me a co-host ever. Don't worry.
0: I don't know why this, this is just a it's just a, a we're equal over.
1: hostages <laughs> here. Alex, this is,
0: this is equal opportunity hosting. Um, uh, It's just a carryover from all other things that we do Which included something we just did So that's why it's always fresh in my mind But here's the deal This is the first time we've actually done a flick
1: Get the flick out
0: of here We've done TV the past couple of times If you can
1: call what we watched a movie
0: (laughs) This is the first That was going to be my next thing This is also the first time that we're going to literally Have just savage this thing Yeah. Because it was not good at all. And here's this my fault. It's not, but the thing is not my fault. I will not actually cop to it being my fault. I picked it. This is true. But I only picked it because it was the number one movie on Netflix. So actually, all of you out there picked it by watching it so much that it became the number one movie on Netflix. And I was like, I think we should make a vested, uh, have a vested interest, make a concerted effort to review things that are in the the current zeitgeist. People shouldn't have like, hey, I gotta, uh, how do I find this or where do where what, what what are you talking about? Nobody's watching the courtship, so so we should, we should I don't know how how dare I, but but also. We should find things everyone's watching, so they'll be wanting to talk about it and seek out reviews about nope, it. Never again. Then no, we're never gonna do that again. Nope. Um, because the number because one movie all on ne- number one movie on Netflix <laughs> in America as of Sunday evening was the movie Senior Year. And that is the movie we were reviewing tonight. Okay, and I remember. Is- here's the thing yeah
1: before either of us watched it Mm -hmm. i was like i think it's not gonna be good but i think it's gonna not be good in like a a guilty pleasure way like a way that i like of like it's gonna be a cheesy rom-com it felt very much like an homage to like never been kissed and 10 things i hate about you and Mm -hmm. mean girls um so i was like it'll be dumb but like in a like in a chick flicky girl way that I that I like it, and holy shit, it was! Mm-hmm. N- oh my god, it was one of sincerely one of the worst movies I think I've I've ever seen. And I really like Rebel Wilson, and right. Brandon. We should, Scott. we
0: should say, and Rebel Wilson uh, is the star of this movie.
1: She is, mm-hmm. and the guy that plays the principal uh, is an incredibly skilled character actor who was on my sister's improv team for years. His name's Brandon Scott Jones. I absolutely adore him. And he was fine in this. He had a smaller part. But like, holy crap, was this just... It had very, very, very little redeeming qualities. And it walked a line of trying to be satire and it just missed the line so hard.
0: Um. So... <clears throat> I had seen the trailer for this um, months ago. And I was like, huh, that's going to be stupid. And never never once while I was watching that trailer did I think to myself, you're going to get paid to watch and review this movie. <laughs> um, and if somebody had told me that at the time, after having just watched the trailer, my response would have been, how much are we talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> we are the, on
1: episode three, and we need a raise. Thank the, uh, you. The answer,
0: <laughs> the answer has to be more than what I'm actually getting paid to watch this, because, um, uh, so uh, it, the 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 conceit of this very simply is uh, a girl, um, um, goes into a coma uh, before prom of her senior year and wakes up from the coma. Twenty years later, and all she wants to do is go back to high school and become prom queen.
1: She also went into that coma because of a cheerleading.
0: Well, I mean, like, like you could we could flesh it out with details, but that is the conceit the of this thing. Yeah, woman, uh, a girl in high school goes goes into a coma, wakes up from a coma twenty years later, and. Uh, immediately says i need to go back and 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 do high school ag- uh, again at least the rest of high school again and that's that's the conceit of the whole thing and i guess you know hilarity ensues um
1: and her impetus was not to get her diploma her no, impetus no, 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 was no. so that she could win prom queen
0: mhm mhm yeah exactly um so the whole thing Start with a a frame (laughs) with a framing device of this woman, Rebel Wilson, recording an Instagram live video, apologizing for things and like telling her story or whatever. So then we flash back to um to young Stephanie Conway, uh, played by Anguri Rice, who is Australian herself. Um, this is very important. Because no real, uh, no real attempt was made within the screenplay to explain why this character was Australian and and going to school um, at a, an American high school. I mean, the reason why was because they cast Rebel Wilson, and and Rebel Wilson can't do an American accent apparently. Or she's like the only reason you cast Rebel Wilson is because. You think that ah, oh, it's that that funny Australian lady, and okay, great, but it kind of it it begs the question. Hey, so what's the deal with that? And they never really do any 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 work at all to do that. So they cast a young Rebel Wilson with Anguri Rice. See, Buster knows how terrible this movie was. Um, Anguri Rice, who played for those of you who. Actually, watch good things occasionally. She played the daughter of Kate Winslet in uh, Mirror of Easttown* last year, which is an amazing uh, show. Uh, which is not one we'll be talking about on on no. this on this particular podcast because we only review bad things. I don't know how we got involved Vol- involved in this, but that's we what don't we...
1: discuss like art. No, so much. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: Not, not so much. <laughs> um, but anyway, she, she's very talented. And, uh, angry rice and this, the whole thing starts with like, it shows her, I guess at like 14. So like in the late nineties and there's a thing where she wants to, to bang this dude who's in her grade, but he's going out with a different person, uh, whatever it winds up being like this guy, she wants to have, have sex with, or she's got a crush on whatever. Um, is is dating the the meanest girl in school so she decides that she's going to become the second meanest girl in school and steal this this guy away from this girl um and so like i when i moved off when i moved to america everyone made fun of me it's like well okay cool why'd you move to uh, to why'd you move from australia like is there we're never gonna get that answer okay cool um And then we flash forward a few more years to her senior year. And she has. She's she's become the second meanest girl in school, basically. Um, And she's become cheer captain. And she's running for prom queen against her mortal enemy, Tiffany. And she actually has succeeded in stealing Blaine, I guess is the guy's name, from Tiffany, um, but not stealing it because she's under the impression that Blaine broke up with Tiffany and then she just swooped in and, and got him on the rebound or something. But apparently that's not the case. Whatever, it's all a bunch of stupid stuff. There's some kid named Seth, uh, a little dweeby black kid uh, named Seth with this weird hair uh, who's 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 there... Um,
1: He was so precious
0: He was and he was there And he's got a huge crush on Stephanie Young Stephanie And this is where we first see Chris Parnell who used to be on uh, Saturday Night Live as As Stephanie's father And this is the thing It's a joke get it Because it happens to be the late 90s early 2000s So he works at Blockbuster you can tell Because he's wearing a Blockbuster uniform and my thing is like we also learn in this scene that the mother has died of cancer. So I they he owns a house. Uh I'm assuming California looks very California-esque. Yes.
1: I think they um, said they mentioned California one point.
0: So 2. I don't know how he's pulling down this mortgage as a guy who works. Now he's not an executive at blockbuster he's wearing the shirt. So the best he could possibly be is a manager of a blockbuster. Um, And my thought was, Oh, what, what, when they show in the first little scene and they show uh, that her dad is Chris Parnell and her mom is Australian. I thought what they were doing was that uh, Chris Parnell was a high-powered American businessman who had met this this woman abroad and he moved his whole family to um from the Sydney office to the Los Angeles office and that was why they moved to follow his job offer now nah, he's just a dude who works at blockbuster right because it's funny that he works at blockbuster
1: because Especially, blockbuster doesn't exist anymore
0: right that's the thing it's a very it's, it's a, the that basically most of the comedy of this movie is basically a time capsule,
1: and it's like, not. So
0: this a- is a this is a thing that used to exist is not a and joke. now
1: it's outdated. Yeah. Um. So we were talking briefly before you went on air, and this is going to feel a little deep for the bad movie that we watched, but we really pinpointed a. A barrier to Alex's happiness.
0: Oh, is, so and so is so is.
1: Um, that when he stumbles across something bad, he can't simply be like, "Well, that sucks." He's like, "Here are all these ways that it could have not sucked," and I just am wondering how much mental energy that gets put into a two-hour block of time when the whole two hours is bad.
0: I I watch it and I go. I can't. I can't not fix it, and that's a that's a problem that I have in my brain. It's just how I'm wired. I'm watching something, and I can't just say, "Well, that sucks," and move on. I have to fix it, and I. It's my it's my own psychopathy. I have <laughs> to I have to get past it, and I just can't.
1: No, 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 no! It's like one of my favorite things
0: about you, because as I said before, too, like it.
1: Um. It prevents you from ever having criticism that's not substantial in in my opinion yeah. but it's definitely something that will haunt you the rest of your life.
0: Yes. 100%. 100%. So to your um, other
1: point though like the this repeated nostalgia is such a lazy device because there's nothing clever about the way that they bring things back into this no. and For me, like I'm in my mid thirties, so I was kind of on par. I was in my freshman year in 2001, which is when she graduated in this movie. So, like, Mm -hmm. this is kind of in the same wheelhouse as who this is aimed at. All of the dumb songs that were on the soundtrack, I never gave a crap about because I like (laughs) I liked music from the 90s, like the early 90s. I really liked like. Grunge and blind melon, and um, god, like hole and the, the cars like I, that's my vibe. So, like, even the things that were meant for me because I'm a weirdo were a miss for me. <laughs> like, I, I don't give a shit about Blink 182. Milkshake brings all the boys to I don't care about any of that. They did a whole thing with Britney Spears, like, it was just such it was so recycled and you can play off of nostalgia in really fun and creative ways it was so lazy because it was just like here's this stuff Mm -hmm. from a different time period and like ha 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 she's wearing clothes that were on trend in the 2000s like it it was just so lazily done and like this movie i feel like like i said at the top of this like i felt like this was supposed to be a nod to those movies that were made at that time. Your Never Been Kissed, Your Mean Girls, Your um, Ten Things I Hate About You. She's like, All
0: That. I got she's all that to see yes. She's All That yeah. in the in the theater.
1: Basically, if it was made fun of and not another teen movie, this is what... It, not another teen movie is the cl- more clever version of this, and that wasn't even that great, to be honest. Yeah. But, like, it was supposed to be playing off of those but it did it so poorly that it missed and then all of the other nostalgia references were just so um, surface level and lame and we'll get into the specifics of them but that was just like a repeated thing throughout this movie where I was like can you do one clever thing in these nostalgia references that isn't just like the most lazy surface level crap like it was was so bad
0: So anyway, um, she's basically, um, the whole thing was that she was supposed to, she got her friend, who's the equipment manager for the cheer team, um, to, to allow her access to her grandparents' lake house or something for a big after prom party. But it turns out her mortal enemy, Tiffany uh, is going to throw her own after prom party, and that is the the height of disrespect. So they get into an argument about it in the girls' bathroom, which I'm sure happened all the time. Of course, because because teen teen boys all all think basically all the all the girls are either plotting against them or having full on like like knockdown drag out fights in the girls' uh, uh, bathroom.
1: Here's what uh, actually happens: Girls go to the bathroom, and in the 2000s, mm, there was a lot of it was a lot of body sprays from mm, Bath and Body Works. A lot yeah. of sun-ripened raspberry and cucumber melon is what was happening in the bathrooms. Just so you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that God, is a more clever reference than anything in that yeah, movie.
0: God forbid the raspberry not be sun-ripened. Um, it,
1: I don't want to know a world
0: where the <laughs> There is not can you imagine so a raspberry ripening in the dark ridiculous um <laughs> so so this so anyway um you can tell they hate each other um and they're doing at a pep rally they're doing a big routine and martha is the name of her friend who's the cheer equipment manager or whatever that's important for later Um, but Tiffany straight up says, Hey, to the, to the twins on the team, these two blondes, Hey, come over here. I want you to do something for me. And so what happens is during the big stunt, um, where Stephanie, young Stephanie gets tossed into the air, the twins shove the two male cheerleaders who are supposed to catch Stephanie. So they cannot be there to catch Stephanie, which of course is attempted murder. Right. Um, and maybe they they should have addressed that in the future. The I, felony? The felony committed. Yeah. Um, but they didn't they didn't do that.
1: They did not. Um,
0: it's obviously like it wouldn't be like, oh wait, we didn't see it because they have that particular incident of her falling and going into a coma on video so they, they they show that to her when she wakes up from the coma um so we can see clearly these then these two know. girls shove these guys out of the way um and i those characters are never named they're just the twins and it would have been interesting to for them to this again this is my sickness for them to revisit that when she comes out of the coma, that they're actually both of them. Like, like ex-cons who did like 10 years for attempted manslaughter and then got out and now they're angry because the girl didn't even die.
1: There's a world where there's that spin-off is an episode of It's Always Sunny and It's Hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's true. That's like true. Like
1: those are that's like an O'Poil uh uh-huh. plot line somewhere. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. Um anyway, so so the, the whole thing, she goes up in the air, she drops back down, you hear a sickening thud, and then Rebel Wilson wakes up from her coma. And her hair is majestic. And let me tell you what isn't the case for most people who've been in a coma for 20 years. They don't wake up having the best hair day of their life. That's, that's just not a thing. Um, I went ahead and looked it up, and I was like, what's the record? Because this 20 years seems like a long time to wake up from a coma. It is not. That's happened several times, but it has also happened for the most part in countries other than the United States. Because let me tell you a little thing about
1: keeping the cost of health, someone health insurance.
0: <laughs> especially if there's one parent who works at Blockbuster. Um, I I I cost of keeping somebody alive via a feeding tube and respirator for 20 years in a coma, that's just not a thing most people can do. Um I now, just
1: want to clarify, you are significantly more prepared for this podcast than I am. I, so whenever you're it. like my host, my co-host, whatever, you can call me whatever you want if you're going to be this much more. <laughs> If you're looking up statistics of how long people have been I, in comas. I was
0: I was, I was, cons- I was like, I, I think this is a lie. I think this would be the Guinness world record for longest co- coma survived. It would not. Um, what was the longest it was something like it was a shade over 22 23 years but it was okay like, so that there was one part. person who was like who was who like had a, had an accident working at a rail rail yard or something and woke up 22 23 years later and then had a full life i don't i don't know how that happens that seems like it could be a complete freak That's occurrence
1: wild
0: there are a lot of instances of people being in a coma for like 20 20 years and they're just dying which seems like am full waste like if just at that point just let me die at the beginning I have to be sitting there in the friggin but the other thing about it is that um they do a they do they play lip service to the phenomenon of muscle atrophy like uh, like you're you're just you're laying there on the bed for 20 years you would have wasted your muscles and your legs would have wasted away to nothing. She gets up this out of the where- bed to the beginning and falls over and that's it. Then she just walks down the hall to talk to the nurse.
1: That's where I got tripped up because I, I also noticed the majestic hair. And while unrealistic, I was kind of like, you know what? Like if I was in a coma and people were coming to visit me, my mom would absolutely like do my hair. The, I haven't, been awake in twenty years, and I just stood up and walked down the hall. That got me immediately. Like, oh god, this is what we're really in for. At that, that was right. like the moment where I was like, oh no, this is going to be terrible.
0: Um. So then, um, she walks down the hall because there's there's birthday cards in her in her room, and they're the the they're for a woman who's just turned thirty seven. And so she's like, hey, um, there's got to be a problem because um, uh, I think I'm in the wrong room because there's all these birthday cards and they're for somebody who's really, really old. And that's not me. So could I just go back to my own room, please? Um, And that's what she's upset about, that she's that whatever. And then she sees herself in the mirror and faints. And then her dad shows up. And here's the funny thing, get it? Because Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. But you know what does? And also has a blue polo shirt as a uniform. That's right. It's Best Buy. He works at Best Buy. And he, he is, in 20 years, he has advanced in his career zero amount. He is the same thing at at an electronics store as he was at a video rental store. And he is now, what he would have to be what, like 60? And this is where he's at. Maybe there was a chapter in his life between uh, his daughter going into a coma and his daughter coming out of a coma where he re- he rose to the through the ranks and became the executive vice president of Blockbuster and then Blockbuster shut down and he got laid off and he had to find a job somewhere but they never delve into that part they never there's I've always surface level bullshit
1: he was a high level executive at Netflix and then mm. this is like a retirement job i decided okay
0: okay cool That's good you would have to decide that because guess who didn't decide to write anything about that? The screenwriters. Um, so then also coming to visit um, her in the hospital is Martha, all grown up. Um, and the thing that I was so concerned about, I swear to God, for 20 minutes of the movie was that they were going to have her former best friend, the little mousy brown-haired girl from high school, grow up to marry her dad. That was the thing I was so concerned about for the, for a long time. I was like, that's just a really lazy way of creating conflict that you don't need to do. Thank God they didn't. But the no. fact that they were really, I thought... I thought maybe- that too making it very clear that that was a thing that was happening and then didn't do it What felt like they had written that into the script and then took it out. Like that. I was going to
1: say it almost felt like they were leaving the door open for that. Like, yeah.
0: There was this weird point where like, where, where, um I don't know. It was just an odd thing where like they showed up to, to see her in the hospital in the same car. Like, They left the hospital, all three of them together in the same vehicle. So her dad and her former best friend, all grown up living in the same town, showed up to go see her in the hospital after she woke up from the coma together in the same vehicle, which was just.
1: Which would not be overwhelming or weird for somebody that was in a coma for two decades. Right.
0: Anyway, whatever. Um, so they they do the whole thing of like oh my god this is a cell phone and you can see videos on it now it's like you know and that's it it's then just like um I don't know man it's just all the stuff about how technology has changed and everything is really glossed over like the 2001 to 2021 is a giant gap in so much about the world has changed and and she's just like oh. How do we make f- stupid jokes about other things as opposed to actually dealing with, here's the deal, with a, sh- with, a sh- with a movie or a show like this, you have to establish that we exist in the same world as the movie, that, and then once we establish that that is the case, then you can diverge and go into absurdism out of that the world they present as just the regular world doesn't exist anywhere in any timeline of the multiverse. It's just, it just doesn't. It's kind of like real reality, but not in any way. And so, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's bad. And, it, and so now she decides she wants to go back to school to become prom queen. Probably glossing over other things that happened before, but it really matter. Martha, her friend, has grown up to be the principal of Harding High, where they were, you know, students, and doesn't really want her to come back and be a 37-year-old senior. But she guilts her into it, I guess, because the doctor – oh, that was the other thing. You woke up from a 20-year coma and got to go home that day. That day. That day. Come, come come on just please do anything to establish that the reality exists just i know it's a stupid movie but it doesn't have to be stupid it could be a smart funny movie Those i mean they are don't rare, even i know but like
1: there's not even an inkling of her going to therapy
0: no none of that none of that the, the doctor says you know what we did all your tests and everything turned out fine Looks like your 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 daughter is is very resilient, so you can go home. She was in coma for twenty years. She woke up an hour ago. She gets to go home.
1: And they even he's like, "Let's get you out of here."
0: Let's get you out of here, he says. (laughs) Okay, okay, Best Buy dad. Okay, assistant manager. Like I don't know. For some
1: (laughs) reason, that feels like. Uh, like Costco dad or Wish Dad or whatever. I don't know why, but it feels like
0: so. The whole thing is that she wants to go back to high school, and this is where I think a lot of the jokes at this time period of the movie like went right over my head because I think you have to be either a gener one generation at least younger than me to appreciate some of the Flashback humor, or like four or five generations younger than me to appreciate all the zoomer humor, because like there's all this Gen Z stuff that I'm just like, okay, I'm I haven't been inside a high school literally in decades. Is this how this works now? No. So so oh good, glad glad to know that there's not basic reality in that way either. Um. Whenever, when she goes back to high school, um, every kid has millions of Instagram followers or something. Um, So there, there is a, so this is where we start to get into the thing, Kate, of it did feel like the screenwriters were trying to be like, everything was better years ago. Remember how you used to be able to say the R word and used to be able to say Something was, uh, you used to be able to say something was stupid by calling it gay. Well, um, wouldn't it be great if those times existed now? Also, what's with this whole thing about how, you know, kids are all woke nowadays? Doesn't that suck? Kids are woke. And it's just, it feels like the worst um, stand-up comic Who's coming through a small town to do a Saturday show at a college where he's talking about all you snowflakes in your safe space? Come on. Like, it feels like that's the person who wrote this, this, uh, this screenplay. It's just, it's just weird.
1: I also feel like they were going for like, Like, a way of saying that, like, all that woke stuff, like, as much as that can change, like, high school will always stay the same. Like, there's always the bully, like, no matter how woke you are, there's always the bully, no matter how woke you are, like, blah, blah, blah. And it just, like, felt so, um, it went so far out of its way. Like, when you said, like, generational humor, like, I didn't, I, <laughs> Like, I am probably one generation, maybe, behind where you are. Um, and I... There was only references. There wasn't humor. Like, that right. was my thing with it, was just, like... Just because you put on the Hot 100 list from 2003 or right. whatever, like, there, there was no... There was nothing funny or humorous about what they right. did. It was just referential.
0: There so she finds the geeks, I guess, of which there are three. Like there are also other kids who hang out with them, but they never have any lines. Um, but it's just three of them. There's the fat kid, and then there's the gay kid who's a knockout, whoever the hell that kid is. Like that 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 guy, not only is he really, really talented, but he's like gorgeous, but he's a geek. He's not allowed. La- He's a complete ostracized, not allowed to be talked to by anybody. But he's like a fucking eleven. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, come on! Um, but then there's also uh, his name is Yaz. Um, Here's that- like
1: this was so weird to me because sorry to interrupt, but like, Mean Girls came out I think in 2005, and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. portrayal. Felt more real now than this does. Like it was so bizarre. So bizarre. Like this felt like a failed attempt at recreating the magic that Tina Fey did in Mean
0: Girls. Yes. (laughs) Which also, like, that movie came out after she would have gone into a coma. So it's not really referencing that when it does shows the flashback scenes or what. Right. She would, so it's yeah. weird, um, but the uh, then she there's also Janet, who is like specifically says this that she wants to be the South Asian version of AOC, and and the and it's she's treated as because she wants she's she's very very progressive in her politics and wants to be the president one day. But she's very. We're supposed to look at her and her views as being silly. And oh, Janet, you'll grow out of it and realize what the real world is like. Like, just let the kid be a kid. Whatever, whatever you idea, your idea of politics is. Let the kid be a kid, and and like most kids have left wing ideologies because you know they're they. That's the way time works. You know what I mean. Like it's just well that... and
1: like the the mockery of of having aspirations
0: yes there was that was it that was also true there was like there the seems, mockery of having a mockery of wanting to be anything beyond prom queen
1: yeah because and our, like... our
0: our our protagonist is vacuous to the point of absurd absurdity and it is, it is it treated as though her point of view is the correct one. And I just feel like that's not how you... That's By the end, of course, she sees the error of her ways, but it takes most of the movie for the movie to have a viewpoint that is different than hers, which is weird.
1: Well, and the, Like the South Pacific AOC, right? That's what she was... Mo- like yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So she, at several points, was like, please don't film me, this would get used against me. And I'm like, that happens all the time. Like, that right. for real happens all the time. Like, there's not, like, a funny... Right. Like, managing your digital <laughs> reputation is something that
0: we're like... Man, you gotta manage your digital reputation so you can get a job working at Abercrombie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like... You gotta, I remember people who were, like, had to, like, cleanse their Facebook feed of, of pictures of them doing keg stands so they could get a job at a temp agency. You know? Like, they had just, it's, a, it's a... Yeah. All it's like, it's called it's so
1: being hard. responsible. Right. And they, like, were just...
0: I don't know. I felt like it was just... And then they find out that the cheer squad isn't really a cheer squad because because it's not right to 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 be i don't know they, they say that that i don't know whatever it is like it's, it's wrong to teach kids to to compete or something like it's just the it's it's the it's again it's just like the weird all these weird like man kids get participation trophies nowadays and back in my day, you had to actually win something to get a trophy, and it's like that view viewpoint. It's like that comedy joke, that one joke, and they stretch it over most of the movie. Anyway, all the which geeks always wrote...
1: killed me because who gave out the trophies? I don't know. It wasn't that? It wasn't the millennial generation that was giving out the trophies. It's the generation of the people that complain. Now about every millennial having a trophy. It's like, well, you're the you're the ones that passed him out. We didn't go and take trophies for ourselves, but all right. It's so weird, it feels so old person-y, and yeah. it was like this is a Netflix-only movie, right? Which is usually like a yeah. younger, yeah. Again, like I think it was supposed to be satire, and it just it just missed so hard.
0: Yeah, it really did. I, I would be interested to see like the process of it. Like if it turned, if, a, if the original script was actually a biting satire and they were like, we like the whole idea of the girl going into a coma. So we're going to buy the idea of the script. And then we're going to hire somebody else to rewrite it and put in some jokes about all those woke kids and everything got screwed up from the very beginning. Like, that's what it feels like to me. It was everything. It feels like a lot of cooks in the kitchen type of deal. Um, So, all anyway, all the geeks are on the cheer squad. No, no of the popular girls want to be on the cheer squad, which of course breaks the brain of Rebel Wilson. She doesn't understand any of this. Um, the the cool kids, especially the one of them, has three million Instagram followers or whatever. Um, and her, and then we show her walking toward everybody in the cafeteria, and there's a guy next to her, a a, a male student, wearing a skirt. And I was like, that's kind of cool that she's like pals around with this um with with the with the with the gay kid who's totally free to be himself uh in the in the school. Oh no, it's actually her heterosexual boyfriend who dresses like that, which again is totally fine, but is presented as though there are like four or five of those kids in every high school. And like there may be, but it's been a long time, but there certainly weren't when I went to school, which I don't know. Maybe there maybe there should have been or would have been if they felt like they were comfortable enough doing it. But it was just an odd thing. Um at one point he's sitting on top of a cafeteria table, like fully like not wearing any underwear under his skirt.
1: That's what it is. It's like they it's like they thought they were being groundbreaking by including gender fluidity, and then they turned it on its head three different times. <laughs> yeah, they did it so there. Funny.
0: So there was a weird. point
1: where, like, he asks her if she could follow. He asks his girlfriend if he can follow Rebel Wilson on mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. and then someone was like, "Oh, I almost wore the same skirt, but I'm so glad I didn't. It looks better on you." Like mm-hmm. in a weird, like, it just
0: yeah. It's
1: like they thought, like, "Oh, we're including all this Gen Z humor," but they just like were shitting on it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, weird. Like-
0: it's not inclusivity if by including them, you are mocking them. Yeah, That's don't
1: even get me started when we get to the cheer part.
0: So yes, you well just yeah the, the 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 other thing we haven't mentioned yet is that um Tiffany, who masterminded the attempted murder of her because <laughs> uh, like, honestly, I don't know what she expected to happen. By telling the twins to push the guys supposed to catch her rival, like, what did you expect was going to happen?
1: Yeah, they're in high school, they're not like,
0: <laughs> I don't know, you know um, I mean? but anyway, like... that was weird. Um, but she's fine and she's the head of the PTA and she married Blaine and um, and they live in the biggest house in the world. Um, and it's it's whatever, she's still around and she's still terrible, and her daughter. Is the one with five million instagram followers or whatever and this is and there's no longer a prom queen and king because that was done away with because it it has sends bad messages to the students or whatever also the little weird black boy from from the flashback scene is now the school librarian um and uh and he's still got the hots for rebel wilson even though um She's got the mind of a fifteen-year-old, and he's a librarian in his late thirties. So it's
1: kind of weird. At least had a backstory. Yeah, they at least justified that he like left the town and came back because of a broken engagement. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I appreciated that he had a backstory.
0: Um, now I get to the cheer. You want me to? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So Rebel Wilson plans a sexy dance and is told by her friend that she can't do it. Um, the principal, mm-hmm. who we find out is a lesbian, it's true. Um, in again the most disgusting mockery, like stupid way of Rebel Wilson says, "Oh, you she." Sorry, I'll backtrack. The friend says. I'm I'm gay, I think. And she says, you can't say gay unless you mean it in a, oh, you are. Because she's trying to explain that hell. Mm-hmm. High school was sincerely hell for her because she mm-hmm. was a lesbian. Like, she's trying to have a sincere moment. And Rebel Wilson's like, oh, you can't say that. Oh, my God, you mean it in the proper context. So she's, like, explaining this. They go through this thing about how she's not supposed to coordinate. You can't do sexy dances and cheerleading anymore, blah, blah, blah. But Rebel Wilson decides she's going to do it anyway. And they're doing it at a demonstration about consent. Mm -hmm. So of all the things that they're mocking in this movie, they decide to um, mock the idea of consent and having consensual sex after prom Mm -hmm. with a sexy cheerleading routine to, I think, Toxic by Britney Spears or some Britney Spears song. Uh Uh-huh. Like, just the most ass-backwards. Like, I think they thought this was millennial humor, but they're just... It's just... um, It's just tone-deaf. It's just taking taking things from Gen Z and being tone-deaf about it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing funny about it. Like, there's nothing funny about mocking consent with a sexual Mm -hmm. cheerleading routine. Nope, especially when people have gotten date raped after the prom. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Like
1: it just, yeah. um, and also weird that you have a thirty-seven-year-old woman doing a like sexual dance <laughs> to a group of high schoolers. Yeah. about consent. Yeah, like just unbelievably tone deaf.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, um, so they. F- Finally, get the idea of being prom queen put back into the deal because there's a petition they have to sign or whatever. Um, Tiffany hates Rebel Wilson so much that she forces her daughter to like run for prom queen to try and beat her and then stuffs the ballot box. And she's going to be
1: the inclusive prom queen too. Whatever.
0: It's all a bunch like it's a bunch of because obviously it's she's not because it's all a bunch of bullshit because all these woke types are all grifters anyway don't you get it it's all just very it's all very thinly veiled like it's very thinly veiled Tucker Carlson topics (laughs) (laughs) that are just like I don't know why this is in this movie what are we doing Um, but uh, it's also just
1: weird like having Rebel Wilson being the protagonist of
0: this. Like, it felt so weird. It felt felt very odd. All of it felt very odd. But, um, the... The Instagram daughter of Tiffany, just to stick it to her mom, um, uh, drops out of the race, which allows Rebel Wilson to win, because she's unopposed. And then, um, instagram daughter's gender fluid boyfriend wins prom king and he and rebel wilson have a fully choreographed dance to a celine dion song which i don't know when they would have had time to fully choreograph it it was not like some kind like like that's the whole thing is like I, i get it it's just a movie But come on, like what is this thing that they did where she tore off half of her dress and was wearing like a leotard underneath it um, and did a full on like interpretive dance that was obviously choreographed with the guy who she wasn't going to win the prom queen until the other girl dropped out. So I I don't what this was. So I think that was... was intolerable.
1: That was supposed to be, like, I think, like a a cheeky homage to, like, how that happens in movies where people, like, like an yeah, older... Like,
0: they did that better in She's All That 20 years Corri- ago. Correct.
1: Yes. Yeah. Everything that existed in this movie has been done better by an older movie that feels more modern in those older movies somehow. Like, it was so weird.
0: So, so true. um Like, it, w- yes, anyway. So then she finally... Like, actually,
1: that would have just been a better joke if it was like, oh, we don't have a prom king and queen. We have a prom them and them. And so there was Mm. no... That would have been such a more creative device. Like, it could be two guys. It could be two girls. It could be two people off the binary. Like, that makes the competitive prom thing... right That's how you do something that's like woke and competitive still, like, leaning into that shitty whatever.
0: Yeah. Um... Uh, Blaine wants to have sex with Rebel Wilson but she realizes that she's supposed to be with Seth anyway but it's too late because Seth sees Blaine make a pass at Rebel Wilson so he thinks he's being used in some way and then he runs off to I don't know where but they do the she steals a key or something to the same lake house that she was supposed to use 20 years ago and throws a party and then Tiffany calls the cops on the thing. And then Martha gets upset because it was her lake house that she was used. And then Seth's really upset. I don't even know why he's there. Um, and then Rebel Wilson learns the error of her ways. And here's the one or two good scenes in the entire movie. Before is-
1: you highlight them, because I want to point out some more trash before we get into oh, the here. one good thing. Yeah. Um, So Seth is there because... They go on a date to Deep Impact, which, right. like, furthers this thing. But she asks him to prom after explaining. There is, like, a heartfelt-ish scene where she explains why prom is important to her. Uh-huh. um, And why it's more than just a crown. And it has to do with her mother's dying wish and all this stuff. Yes. Um, So he's... At prom because he signed up to be a chaperone, but she also at least asked someone that was age appropriate to go with her. Yep. But it's also weird that he would go to their friend's lake house for a party that they planned 20 years ago that Mm -hmm. he would just be like, all right.
0: Yeah.
1: throw And throw a party for a bunch of minors. Like a high school librarian (laughs) Mm -hmm. throwing a party for a bunch of minors would probably get you... Jail time,
0: I would yeah. think. Yes. Um, so there's an other point, like earlier in the movie, where um, Chris Parnell gets his daughter an iPhone, and then she has to be punished for because she did something wrong. So he says, "Okay, no fun, young lady, give me the phone." And finally, before she does, she like rubs it all over her crotch before she hands it to her dad. And I was like, I don't, I don't believe that the 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 girl from the beginning of the movie is this person you're we what you're telling me what you're telling me to ask me to believe is that the girl from the beginning of the movie is inside rebel wilson right now like they are one and the same and you haven't established that girl as being nearly as raunchy or filthy as rebel wilson is as a person rebel wilson just gets to improvise all the time without thinking about what she's doing and if the director thinks it's funny he puts it in the movie But you have to have a consistent character in a movie like this. I mean, they don't, of course, because it's a stupid movie, but whatever.
1: But also, like, you're taking a 37 year old cell phone away. I know she's, like, mentally 15 or whatever. But, like, (laughs) if you actually loved your daughter, you wouldn't let her go back to high school. You would put her in therapy and probably some sort of, like, physical therapy program. So true.
0: So true. Um, Yeah. Um, So the one there's just Parnell gets a really good scene where he talks about how, you know, like you have, like, I think you look, you're, you're beautiful and you're so smart. But like you have to say that you're my dad or whatever. It's like, you sell us to your mom all the time. Don't dismiss the opinions of the people who love you the most. They're the only opinions that matter. And I was like, that's really friggin' deep. And one of the best ways I've ever heard that put, for it to be in this movie. Yeah. Said it by Best s- Buy Dad. S- so you know what I mean? out like, of,
1: It was so sincere. And like you said, probably one of the best articulations of that concept. Yeah. Um, but felt very out of
0: place yes. in this
1: trash bin of a movie.
0: Um, the other thing is that there's um, young Stephanie Conway, young Rebel Wilson, has a scene where she talks about Deanna Russo who graduated, was prom queen in 1995, and then had her dream life where she married the captain, of the football team, and they live in this giant house or whatever. She has a perfect life, right? Deanna Russo is her name. And after the crazy party at the lake house, after prom, Rebel Wilson doesn't have a ride home because everybody, all of her friends abandoned her. So she calls a lift. And who comes to pick her up but Deanna Russo. Played in a wonderful cameo by Alicia Silverstone. This scene is so great and so clever. So well written and so well acted. I swear to God it was in a different movie. Like the- I
1: think this is what the whole movie was trying to go for and yep. failed at miserably. But
0: this yeah. was so wonderful. Alicia Silverstone from clueless for those of you who are too young to remember how dare you make me feel so old <laughs> clueless was an amazing uh like high school movie came out in 1995 so the same year that deanna russo was supposed to have graduated and um and she's like uh, is like deanna russo she sees her little thing on her on her on her phone that who's picked her up you know so oh you're the you're the perfect life Says the rebel is a perfect life. I was divorced before I was 30. My husband left me for a 21 year old, um, uh, 21 year old barista. Um, and uh, I went through all this depression and therapy, and I'm just trying to uh work a couple of jobs, uh, like side hustles so I can get enough so I can get my degree, and finally I'm going to be able to get out of here and all this kind of thing. But the way she did it was just so. Self-deprecative and 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 uh, just very. I don't know. She knew herself, Alicia Silverstone she lived that life. as yeah, Deanna very, Russo. It very felt very authentic. real, and also it kind of like Alicia Silverstone depicting her own life because she like she rocketed to the top and then bottomed out. It's like one of those things where, like, I mean. There, were, there, weren't, there weren't 10 bigger stars in the world in 1996 than Alicia Silverstone. That's crazy to say, but it was true. And, you know, and I love that they that, that kind of built around that. And this little thing is like, this scene is kind of like what allows Rebel Wilson to realize, oh, I've been an asshole this whole time.
1: Yeah. And that the, I think like, it, it was so sincere. It was such a, breath of fresh air in an otherwise terrible movie um i i think it was like um it was a perspective moment for her in two ways of like the perfect life is an illusion Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay well if it's an illusion what's what actually makes me feel good and it's like oh these people and these things and whatever Mm -hmm. like i think um like, that was the only transformative thing that was connected in the movie of, like, oh, the perfect life isn't real, so what's the closest is, like, everything, mm-hmm. oh, that my dad has been telling me and whatever. Right.
0: Um, so then she apologized to all the right people, and then she got to graduate. And the only time we have heard... Anybody mentioned any of her classwork? Is that she's starting to like she's failing all of her classes? So I don't know if they like took pity on her. And, well, that's why her, her got graduate. taken away,
1: right? Like... Yeah, I guess
0: she was failing her classes, and so like did she start studying again? I don't know. Maybe that was in a montage I didn't pay attention to because yuck. Um. Anyway, uh, there's a there's a graduation ceremony. Um, Janet gives a valedictory speech about how these are the best years of your life but are they really or some bullshit Uh, and then uh, also they call people's names out of order like I've never been to a graduation ceremony where everybody wasn't like called in alphabetical order and it was totally out of order Yeah, which is an an order that the script needed them to be in and then she kisses Seth and they have a big uh, dance routine and that nobody—I mean, I don't know. Like, what? Are, what are we saying her life is at this point? Does it matter? Of course not. It, but like you made a movie, so make it, make it, make it mean something in some way, and g- give us a like give us again, a, some like I closure like of some kind. No, maybe not.
1: Even in those movies that this is trying to play nods to, they so many of them have those like. Um, this character went on to be this person. This character went on to be that person. I always go that thing you do is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies ever, 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 and it always cracks me up because they never named the bass player, mm-hmm. and I always interpreted that as being intentional because nobody pays attention to the fucking mm-hmm. bass player. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like the perfect like black and white image, and then the short biopic of the person's rest of their life. Like, why didn't you just do? That, like, that's such a nod to, a, like, like the, that I time think period.
0: The best joke in Animal House, which is saying something, because that's a friggin' classic. Yeah, it is. is. Is in that particular part of the movie where they show what happened to everybody years later, and it's uh, John Belushi, who has stolen a car and absconded <laughs> with, like, the girlfriend of the president of the bad fraternity, the fraternity they hate, and he's wearing a pirate costume and she's dressed like Jackie O for some reason and they are driving down the road in a stolen pink Chevrolet convertible and it says Senator and Mrs. Blutarsky <laughs> and it's just like absolute with, a, with the most um, economy of language and it was just so perfect. You could have done something like that. I would love to know what happened to Yaz. Yeah, why not? Was a fun kid. who had a lot of really good lines. There was, there was. There he was, was great. He was, he was really funny he too. He was like, the best written character in the entire thing, and he he chewed up the scenery. It was honest about his portrayal of who this kid was. Uh, this very very flamboyant kid who was just like all it was like, uh, like this like uh, this like there's only three ways you can become popular. You have to be captain uh, of the cheerleading team. You have to be a prom queen. Or you can let guys go in the back door, and he goes, "Well, I guess I must be really popular." And it was just this, <laughs> it was, the way he did it was very like self-deprecative in a, a lot of ways. I don't know. It, he was he, he was great. great. I he want to see really him in, get Timothy Chalamet the hell off my screen. Put this kid in things. They're the same basic age. Oh, I think like, like you know Chalamet is like. Look at me. I'm Mr. Chalamet. Look at, look at my face. It's perfect. Look at the way my jawline is so perfect. My God. I, there's, I'm, dead behind my, I'm dead behind the eyes, but look at me. And now this kid has wow. life. Do I that. I did not know
1: we were going to be buried. I did not think where this podcast was going to go was buried. I haven't
0: seen a Timothy single Timothy Chalamet movie, but I've seen him on all these damn red carpets. He looks lifeless. He looks like somebody embalmed him and brought him back to life.
1: Well, we gotta pick a Timothy Chalamet movie for this, I guess, at some point. <laughs> we're gonna make you watch one. Aren't they all
0: critically acclaimed? Probably.
1: But even like, so that was funny. But like when I think about even the jokes that weren't like Gen Z-ish, that were time-lapsey, yeah. like when she goes, uh she goes, Madonna's going by Lady Gaga now. I'm like Ugh. Oh my god, we haven't heard Lady Gaga's Madonna before. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. so lazy and just not funny.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh,
1: this is a really bad movie, Alex.
0: Well, uh, I think I think I think everyone here knows what the verdict is.
1: But you have to ask the question. It's like but say it's yes to the dress.
0: <laughs> what do we think about this movie, Kate? Get, Get the, the- Let's let's get out of here. here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so so I, I thought it would be fun to, like, hey, let's find what's popular on Netflix. What's everybody watching? And we'll review that. Like you said, we're never doing that again.
1: We're never leaving it up to the general public because we're no. so much better than you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Said the girl who was like, let's do the courtship for the pilot yeah
0: my goodness
1: <laughs> i would watch what did i because you were like please you watched it first I did. and then i watched it a day after you were like please give me running commentary um so that there'll be something amusing about this hopefully at some point point. and i said that it made the courtship look like citizen gain yeah. like it was it was so mad Very, very few redeeming moments in this movie. Yeah. It was really bad. And again, like I actually I really like Rebel Wilson. I think she has a comedic inclination that is very specific to her, which I always appreciate about people, but man, this was just drowned out anything that is special about her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just she felt entirely miscast.
1: Yeah, because she's been really funny. Like, she was hilarious in Bridesmaids for, like, the two scenes that she had. Like, she's she's usually a show stealer. Like, she's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this was just, she just had nothing to work with, man.
0: <laughs> no, she did not, unfortunately. I <sighs> well, guess we'll, we'll do another ways next week. I don't know what we're going to do it about, but that'll be fun to figure <laughs> out in the last minute. Like... <laughs> Uh, I Kate. gotta
1: go to Timothy no. or something. No. Kate, uh what what where do they
0: where do they find you, Kate? Where where do people wanna wanna see more of you? What do they do?
1: Well, you can find me at Kate's Instagrams on Instagram or Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter eventually and TikTok right now. If you are into wrestling, I am on Fightful YouTube every Tuesday and Friday night in those post shows and also at the Mark Order Pod on Wednesdays.
0: You can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Um, it's, uh, it's a fun time over at Fightful where we talk mostly about professional wrestling and this my sickness of not being able to watch anything that sucks without trying to fix it. comes in comes in handy with current wwe programming so um so yeah you can find me over there doing all those things uh and and then you can find us here next week talking about something and debating on whether we should get the flick out of here bye everybody r-e-s-p-e-c-t Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.